What up, y'all? It's your man Ernest, and you love Ernest, same guy. A different name. Back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. So, y'all know how I am. I'm Mr. Transparent, uh, full transparency here. Sometimes I just be oversharing, I guess. Sometimes I just be telling stuff uh, that listeners don't necessarily need to know, but I feel like that's part of my brand. So if you spend listening listening uh, to me for, you know, the uh, three, four years now that this podcast has been a thing, um, or at least for some time now, pretty sure you understand that. And, I, and I'm appreciative if you do. Uh, so with that being said, um, if I do sound like low energy, if I do sound anything of that nature or whatever, um, just one of those days, I guess, <laughs> um, it's a weird type of low energy. It's, it's a, it's actual because I, I, I'm tired, you know, uh, and you're doing a lot of physical activity and stuff. I just upped my cardio, uh, during my workouts and pretty much, you know, up what I'm doing with my workouts more. So I'm trying to get more, get more used to, to, you know, being able to do the more intense slash longer, uh, workouts, including cardio, but just weightlifting as well. But that's not the only reason it's, it's more of a, I guess, mental drain drainage <laughs> as well. Um, I'll probably talk about that at the end of this episode. Um, that that was not planned at all. That's here's some more transparency. That is not planned at all. It's not even in the notes of the topics. But I thought, you know, why not? Maybe if I talked about it here and probably do some journaling about it, um, it's going to you know open up some doors and you know something something happen. You know, that's just me. Um, let's get on to the first. Before I get into the bad news, pretty much the first topic, which is the bad news and stuff, um, uh, let me give you an update on the case with uh, that I talked about last week with um, the the three activists who were facing um, a total of forty eight years in prison for a number of things, but one of those, th- uh, one of those, uh, laws, uh, or whatever charges brought against them was kidnapping. Um, uh, the, 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 the activists in Elijah McClain, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, fighting for justice for Elijah McClain. So as I stated, um, one of their charges was kidnapping last week, and I detailed how basically there was a protest that went on um, outside of the police station, the same police station where the officers who killed Elijah McLean worked at, um, and the officers basically said they were being held against their will, so they added kidnapping uh, two police officers, I believe they, they said maybe the two that didn't get fired. Um, but they said they, they, they added those charges uh, to the number of other bogus charges, if you ask me. 
um, that the activists got. Um, apparently, one slight update to that. Apparently, somebody ended up tying a knot to the door um, when they tried to get out. Um, sorry, I was yawning, but <laughs> I don't know if it was one of the activists or one of the protesters or maybe the cop is li- cops are lying. Uh, but apparently they said they still claim that was enough to charge them with kidnapping, which is still bogus. But either or those charges actually been dropped. Um, that's I believe there's a total of seven charges that they were charged with. And that charge has actually been dropped. The judge pretty much said that there was not enough evidence to prove that they were trying to kidnap these police officers which obviously makes sense because they weren't trying to kidnap these police officers at all. Um, now, let's just hope that the other charges will get dropped. But yeah, uh, one out of seven dropped. So it's no longer seven charges now. It's now six charges to my understanding. But I thought that would be some good news to share, especially with those who was interested in that topic, um, and interested in you know anything else about it. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back. It's literally just last week's episode. Well, not last week's episode. My bad. Last week's episode was my interview with Martika Wiley. Apologize for that. Um, it was the day episode before Martika's episode. So the one I did about Andrew Cuomo. And by the way, I kept after I recorded, finished the recording. Um, I kept noticing I kept calling Andrew Cuomo by his brother, Chris Cuomo. Now, that was my mistake because Chris Cuomo just rolls off the tongue. And especially creepy Chris Cuomo just rolls off the tongue easier than Andrew Cuomo. But I got a new nickname for him as well. Handy Andy. You know what I'm saying? Handy Andy Cuomo. So that's or Handsy Andy Cuomo. Not Handy, but Handsy Andy Cuomo. So that's going to be my new nickname for him. Um, he and the the rest of his fam are also in the news yet again. Um, because they use their privilege to get free vaccines and to cut the line basically to get vaccinated. Um, so, yeah. Last week, well, the week before last, I said the Cuomo's ain't shit. And I, it's funny how I'd mentioned that maybe the family's all right and it's just the two sons. No, the rest of the family ain't shit. So, looks like I was right on that. Now let's get into the actual shit, of the, the actual topic. It is actual shit because this is a shitty topic, to be honest with you. Um, but a topic nonetheless. So, the shooting that went down in Atlanta. I know there's another shooting, a mass shooting out in uh, Colorado. I will talk about that as well. But the shooting that went down in Atlanta that took the lives of eight individuals, six of them being Asian women, the other two we don't know the identities of, and I don't think we'll ever know the identities of, um, not to say that we know the identities, the full identities of this six Asian women, other than 
their nationality and their gender. But, you know, still. Um, I'm just going to give my thoughts on it. Um, because, why not? So, you've got people calling this uh, a clear hate crime. Uh, you know, a clear anti-Asian uh, hate crime. So, a racism, essentially. Um, then you got those who are saying this has zero to do with race and nationality or whatever. And has everything to do with this man having this supposed sex, ad- sex addiction. And he wanted to eliminate the addiction, as he said. And his way of doing so was to then kill the women who work at spas. Because spas and sex are the same thing. Now, I notice people are going to be like, you, 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 have you ever gone to a spa and got a happy ending? No, I haven't. No, I haven't. Um, I'm aware of what they do over at spas. Here's my thing. Uh, let me get, before I even get into like my thoughts and everything, I am yes, I am aware that a lot of these places are just fronts for brothels. I'm aware of that. I'm aware that a lot of these places actually double as whatever legitimate business that they want the public to see and a brothel. Yes, I'm also aware of that as well. I'm aware that some of these places are 90% legit a legit business, but then 10% it's party in the back. I'm aware of that. All of these things I am 100% completely aware of. That does not mean people had to die. At, at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck if these places were fronts. I don't care if it was 90% legit party, 10% party in the back. I don't care if it was a 50-50 combination of both legit and party. People got killed. <laughs> I think that's what we should be focusing on right now. Not about whether these places were legit or not or, you know, were these women sex workers and, and stuff. And the only thing, the only reason... That should be brought up. That aspect should be brought up. Is if it has to do with this hate crime against sex workers. That's it. You got a guy who frequented these spas. And we haven't heard much. But one could assume that he went to these spas to get, you know, jacked off. Right? Um... Apparently he was super religious as well, so he, he his his God was telling him all this sex addiction was a sin. His family actually kicked him out because he had a porn addiction. Um, well, we can assume that he was constantly watching porn and jerking off all day. So his parent, well, his family, whoever he was living with, was like, "Enough is enough. Get the fuck out. We're tired of this filth." He obviously being, uh, well, I won't say obviously being homeless. Maybe he stayed at a friend's. I don't know. It, it didn't make it clear that he was homeless. But he obviously being isolated um, 
or out outcasted by the people he was staying with, his family essentially, um, because of this supposed porn addiction, made this man react in a way that is still inexcusable. There's no excusing this man's behavior. Oh, it's you all's fault that I got this addiction and I'm just, I'm going to kill all of y'all. Now you're probably like, well, you know, why you, you're, you're not, this is a serious topic. You're not supposed to joke about it. Listen, I'm being serious right now. This is me being serious. I seriously believe that it doesn't matter at the end of the day what kind of places he was visiting. It doesn't matter at the end of the day whether these women who were killed, these people in general who were killed, were sex workers or whatever, or they were just legit uh, masseuse, you know? They're, they're dead. They got killed. Because some crazy white boy couldn't stop jerking off. Nah, like, do you want me to spare his feelings but not the feelings of the, the dead? Meanwhile, everybody's always, uh, everybody in this that I've heard and seen talk about this situation, even those who are, you know, who, who, who have the intent of defending these women, it's sounding like they're, 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 in an odd way, it sounds like they are saying, yeah, these women were whores and, and they were, they were doing some, something illegal, but you know, it's racist because they were Asian whores that died. Man, they got killed. Let's not talk about their their acts is not even like what you gonna do like charge them with with uh, prostitution because it, it, it's not legal in Atlanta, to my knowledge at least. What you gonna charge them with? Like they're dead. Let's not focus on that. If they were alive and that place got busted and and all that shit happened, then sure you can. You know, make your little pickings and judgments and shit. I still wouldn't give a fuck, but make your little judgments and shit. But these women died. For no real reason other than this dude not right in the head. You know? Then you had the police chief who said, man, man's just had a bad day. And then you have motherfuckers saying, well, the police officer, everybody sounds uber ridiculous in this situation. People were actually saying, remember, remember the same folks who was so pro defund the police last year, last summer. Now it's, oh, he just, he just had a gaffe. He's not a good public speaker, fam. Fam, if you're a police chief, you're going to have to expect to do some public speaking 
at some moments in time. I don't care if it's just for your local news network and you're not being seen all over the goddamn country. That's an old excuse, number one. Number two, you ain't got to be the best public. This had nothing to do with, with bad public speaking. Bad public speaking is is uh what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Stuttering all over my words and shit. But I'm doing that because I'm tired. It's got nothing to do with public speaking. But bad public speaking is, you know, stuttering on your words and, you know, gaffes and shit and, and you know, probably not making eye contact with folks and uh, slurring your words and, you know, shit like that. What that dude said was just utterly ridiculous and stupid. And that's also an insult on people who are bad public speakers simply because that's something that they can actually learn to improve on by taking public speaking classes. You know, maybe if they are somebody who is a bad public speaker because they are, uh, they tend to get uh, very anxious when speaking in front of a large crowd of people or just speaking in front of strangers in general. These can make for bad public speaking experiences. Not stupid ass comments like, he just had a bad day. Y'all know how many bad days I've had? You know how many people I've killed on those bad days? Zero. I'll tell you that right now. Zero. It's funny because a friend of mine, whenever her and I have finished talking all the time, like, you know, we'd be talking on the phone or whatever, or, you know, FaceTime or whatever, and then she, you know, one of, like, her way of saying goodbye to me is, you know, don't don't kill nobody or, you know, don't don't run somebody over, or don't hit nobody and this, that, and the third. And I always say, I, I'll try. I'll try not to. Now, do I ever do it? Do I ever successfully, you know, or fail at trying not to? No. But that's just a little joke that we got. It's, you know, whenever I'm venting about shit and whatever, it's it's she's like, and she'll say herself, I'm surprised you haven't fucked somebody up yet. I'm surprised you haven't, you know, done something because, yeah, that's some serious shit. And I'm like, yeah, you know, the thoughts, that thought came to mind and then it was like, you know, it's not worth it. All the trouble is not worth it. I say all that just to say, I've had bad days. Listener, you've had bad days. You ain't got to tell me per se. You can answer this for yourself. How many bad days have you ever had and you thought, let me go shoot up a place? Let me go kill somebody. There's a lot of layers to this situation here. There is a race element to it. One that is gigantically clear. And the other one to me, at least, is not necessarily so clear. The clear race element is the painting of this white boy as just some guy who has a mental issue, which he probably 
does. Um, well, he does. I mean, let's let's keep it real. He's he's got some issues, but that doesn't excuse his behavior. Now, am I saying that everyone with mental uh, issues deserve the death penalty or you know deserve punishment? No, but this man he carried out a crime knowing exactly what he was doing. I was yawning again. The race element is is not just painting him as some, you know, we should feel bad for him because of his mental issues. But again, as some white guy who just had a bad day. Meanwhile, cop stops a black couple. Or just, or just a single black man or a single black woman or just a black man or a black woman by themselves. And the moment we ask a question and we get loud, it's watch your tone. Or his or her tone made me feel threatened and therefore we deserve to die. We didn't kill anybody. We're just tired of being stopped by cops for no reason. So we get aggravated. Or we're, we we want to know why we're being stopped. So we ask questions. And where are the threats? But a man who can't stop jerking off. And getting jerked off. Goes and kill spas because these are the places that he probably goes to release himself um, and he is blaming them for his family outcasting him instead of going to therapy for his uh, alleged sex addiction and getting away from his toxic family members because I'm pretty sure they're making it seem as though he's 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 the devil because you can't stop watching porn, you can't stop thinking about sex, you can't stop. Yeah. Like I said, there's a lot of layers to this. There's a lot of layers. Now, the unclear race layer is if it has something to do with uh the attack on Asian women and just the six Asian women um, and that being and their their uh, nationality being part of it. Of course, the police and everybody else said, no, it's not. It's unrelated. Uh, you got all these weird videos now circulating of supposed random Attacks on just random Asian people, and supposedly they're done by uh, random black dudes who um, dress like they were. They just they 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 just came out of the set of New Jack City. Um, yeah, random shit. Uh, but this here. And again, I I know people are going to probably assume, oh, you're, the only reason why you're not calling this 
uh, straight up racist attack is because it wasn't black people. If it was black women, if it was six black women who died in that situation, you would be calling it straight up racism. That's not it. Why I don't, like I said, I'm 50-50 on that. Part of me, from the evidence that I saw, he supposedly shared on his Facebook page, he shared something about the Wuhan virus, right? That's what they were calling it, the Wuhan virus. You know, I I made fun of Gloria Allred all all the time, a couple months ago, uh, when she made that statement. But, (laughs) all right, take two or three, it's probably three. But uh, this is a very layered situation. Um, as I was saying yesterday, some more full transparency. I'm recording this part now on Sunday, the Sunday before this episode goes live for everybody else to, you know, listen to. Um, but, uh, as I was saying yesterday, this is a very layered situation that I feel as though that we should look into all layers and not just ignore certain layers because it it doesn't fit into narratives that we want to push or, uh, you know, it, it doesn't support the narratives that we want to create. Uh, or it's simply because we just don't like to deal with complexities. You know, Americans, maybe society, but Americans have this weird thing to where the all the things that is complex about life. Anything complex, we try to oversimplify it and not deal with its complexities for what it is. All the things in life that should be simple uh, simple and easy and non-complex, we make complex because we feel as though if we were to obtain these things as easily as we did or we, we ha- it, it loses its value for some reason. Whatever that easily obtainable thing is, you have to make it complex because that that work, that fight you put into it to make it to to even get to it, um, it, it that that's what brings it its value. You know, it's utterly ridiculous, and it's something that I will talk about or either write about in the future. I'm not going to talk about it now. I'm just going to stick on the topic at hand. Um, as I said, this is one of those situations, though, where it is very complex and very layered, and we shall not dismiss that. We shall not, you know, make it seem as though that this isn't not this is not a layered situation. This could very much be a situation of racism, anti-Asian racism. This could be very much be a situation of a guy who had a sex addiction. He possibly frequents these these massage parlors because of a alleged service that he might have been getting, maybe sexual services that he might have been getting from these parlors um, or at these parlors, and to for him to fight off his demons in quotation marks, he felt. To take out these women, or to harm these these uh these massage parlors, and as I stated in the first clip, 
or at least the first part it is, whatever the situation is, it doesn't matter because what he did was wrong. There's no justification for what happened. But I can understand why people who believe this is not race racially motivated will say that. You know, there's people saying, well, you know, when you visit a massage parlor, there's predominantly Asian women working at these massage parlors. That's not racist to say. Saying that is the same observation as Shane saying, I, you know, you, you frequent in a number of barbershops in the inner city. And you found that a lot of them had black men working there and black male customers. You know, especially the black ones. Yeah, that's a, that's not racist. That's an observation. Now, observation. Now, here's where the racism comes in, obviously, in that situation. If you were to look at these barbershops and say these black, these, these barbershops are filled with nothing but toxicity and, and, and thugs and, and, and just, just downright negative people. That's where the racism comes in at. Or you see a bunch of black people in general, uh, anywhere, somewhere, and you auto, your mindset automatically goes to something negative rather than it just being what it is, you know, it's automatically goes to something negative. Yeah, that's where the racism comes from. Not just making a, a, a obvious observation. There's a bunch of black guys in this area. Black guys like to frequent barbershops. Or work at barbershops. Especially ones in the inner city. You know? They like to congregate there. It's not... Again. It's not anything racist to say that. So, if you're gonna... If you're thinking about calling someone racist for saying, well... Asian women work at these massage parlors. Go inside a few of them yourself and see who's the majority of them. You might find a few when it's non-Asian women uh, working there. Cool. But we're talking about mindsets here. The mindset that made it racist, the, the observation that makes it racist, the observation doesn't make it racist. The mindset that these women were nothing but just sex workers or Asian women are just pretty much real life sex toys and they they are to be used this way and they're, they sh- they're, they're not, they shouldn't be humanized and, and, you know, it's their fault that you are turned on by them or you have these weird Asian fetishes or whatever. That's where the racism comes in at. Now, again, I don't want to make a big assumption on whether this attack was racism or not. It was wrong. And as I was addressing yesterday, I know somebody is going to, well, if these were all black people, you would, you'd be quick to call it racism. I'm looking at the actions once again. And the motive behind it. Hell yeah. If if this dude who in Atlanta had the motive, which there is, you know, a little bit of evidence to show that he had some anti-Asian sentiments. So yeah, I would lean toward more. This was an 
an attack on the Asian community because of the anti-Asian sentiments that this man may have had. Um, because of a Facebook post, I believe, that he shared that was about, it was a post of somebody posting a shirt, I believe, uh, that was about the, the, what they call the Wuhan virus, right? I believe he shared the post or whatever. Either way, that's the only evidence I've seen, or at least only thing I've seen. To show that this man may have had the anti-Asian mindsets that he's had. Simply saying, oh, just it's not enough that he killed six Asian women is the reason why he, he you 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 can't say he's the fact that he killed six of eight people, once again. But six of them being Asian women, once again, it's because of, uh, uh, because of these spas that he supposedly frequented. Again, I'm not arguing anybody who argues that this is race related, um, is totally farcing and reading too much into the situation. No, I think that the Asian community are just, and anyone in, in general saying that it is, they have a point, but I also think that they're the others as well. And there could be others who aren't reading too much into it, who don't want to quickly call it a race related situation because it's not black people, because black people often the racism that we face is 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 ignored or it's only shined upon when it wants to make other groups look woke, look good and this that and the third. But it's not necessarily addressed to the fullest of capacity still to this day. Still not addressed to the fullest of capacity that it should be addressed on. So I get it. I get it all, trust me. But a few things I want to make clear before I end off this topic. I've spent way too much time trying to perfect what I want to say with this topic. And I still have other topics to talk about. A lot of the time is definitely going to get caught out, obviously. I'm not going to upload. You you kidding me? Absolutely not. Sorry. Um, but... Let's not act like this came out of nowhere. And when I say this, I mean this whole anti-Asian rhetoric. So as I was saying before, it's, it's got a lot to do with the narratives. Let's not act like these narratives came out of nowhere, you know, or this mindset came out of nowhere. Look at the media. Look at both liberal and conservative media. When coronavirus first happened, obviously Trump was, well, when it first got to the United States and when it first happened, Donald Trump was still the president of of, of the U.S. 
the talks of the virus not only originating in China, but being uh, beholding China responsible for the global pandemic. Yeah. New York Times, Washington Post, Huffington Post. MSNBC, your favorite liberal outlets. It wasn't just the Fox Newses. It wasn't just your Tucker Carlson's. It wasn't just your Sean Hannity's and Gloria Allred's. It wasn't just them pushing this narrative that China is responsible for what we went through in 2020. Now, you take that mindset and you apply it to Chinese people, wherever they are in the world, not just in China. People with Chinese origins, whether that be in the UK, the United States, Canada. You take that mindset and you take these outlets that are pushing this narrative that the Chinese have to pay, China have to pay for creating this global pandemic. People who are easily led astray with the news, easily, easily uh, fooled by the news, by the mainstream media, because, well, that's where, unfortunately, people get their truth on the world, their perception of the world. You get this idea, you read into these articles written by uh, Washington Post, LA Times and stuff, saying that, uh, you know, uh, so, uh, so China has to pay for that. Somehow we have to punish China. The world has to come together and, and, and punish China for this. How do you expect people who tune into that stuff, whether they are voters or Democrats or Republicans, how do you expect anybody to tune into that? Well, you can't expect people because you should expect people to do what I and others did when we saw that mess and look at it for the propagandist mess that it was and not believe in it. But you also have to be in tune with reality and understand that that shit works. And unfortunately, it convinces people to have certain mindsets on any group of individual. Heck, look at how the world views black people because of media. Look at the AIDS epidemic when it first became a thing and how people viewed the LGBTQ... Well, at the moment, it was just the LGBT movement uh, community. But still, look at that and look how people viewed them. This situation is one of those types of situations where people's ignorance, people's uh, being easily astray and, 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 and perception being shaped by the media these these play a part in all of this. This is what I mean by this is a super layered 
situation and a lot of these mass shootings are i get that a lot of these situations in general are layered situations and just like how i feel we should do with this situation we should do with those situations we should actually go through it layer by layer not with the easiest common denominator because that's going to get us the most clicks or because we don't actually like to put in the work on layered things. But again, we overcomplicate the simple things because it makes us feel like we've earned it. We deserved it by making it harder than it actually needed to be. That's how y'all feel. That's not how I feel. How I feel is exactly what I'm saying about this situation. We need to go by it. Uh, go through this situation layer by layer. But if you want simplicity, simplest terms, I don't like I stated before, I don't give a damn if these women were sex workers or not. And if I'm really going to be honest, I don't give a damn that they were Asian or Chinese. I'm not saying that out of some anti-Asian hate, anti-Chinese hate, no. I'm saying that in the sense that these women still, uh, these victims, all eight of them still ended up being murdered by somebody because of an alleged sex addiction. I look at this situation and I say, this is the big ass problem here. Now, I know we should not ignore the other uh, uh, aspects of it. We should not ignore the race element of it. We should not ignore the... Um, possible anti-sets work element of it as well because the murdering of sets workers act people who either identify as that or people within that field has gone up as well but again I don't just look at one aspect and say well we have to do, uh, and I find it very hard. Maybe I would be able to do it, but I find it very hard to believe that this very country, the very politicians are claiming they are against the, they want to do things to make sure that the Asian community is protected. Is the same country and politicians that are right now, every single day, Thinking of ways to make sure that China doesn't become the global power that America doesn't want it to be. That China doesn't ad, ad, continue advancing as much as it has. <clears throat> yeah, it's, 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 I, I, not, there's no way in hell you can try to convince me that America's problems with China it's not a reflection um, of how they view Chinese Americans. Because <clears throat> that just be like telling me that America's reflection on Africa, history, other history with Africa, is not in a reflection on how they view and how they treat African Americans. <clears throat> And this is what I was trying to tell Haitian people, Haitian Americans who voted for uh, Joe Biden or voted for either president. Really. When I wrote the piece, Haiti the Brave, 
on Medium. Go check that out or just hit me up. I'll send that link to you. But I don't believe for one second that <clears throat> the same country, once again, that is still at, at, at this moment. Destroying Haiti. Believes that they have a love and admiration and, and appreciation for all the Haitian voters that they get. Haitian American voters that they get. No. You motherfuckers are just being used. Same with the Asian Americans and Chinese folks who want to fall for this bullshit. Y'all motherfuckers are just being used. Don't take all this supposed, we are here with you, anti-Asian racism alliance. Don't take all that and, and believe, oh my God, we're finally being seen. We're finally being recognized. No. The same country is, is, is at a cold war with your family's home. Yeah, if 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 America wasn't on some hating ass shit with China, then I then 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 maybe the stance these politicians are taking right now would be uh, uh, seen as a genuine one for me, but it's not. The genuine support is coming from people who actually question the validity of these things who actually uh can see past the performative bs who actually want to show their support and of course i'm talking about myself when i say all those things because whether i personally want to uh, no i'm not i'm not going to I don't personally want to just say this is all race racially motivated. This is all this was all a racially motivated attack. But at the same time, I don't think this was something that I, this is not something I'm going to just strictly ignore because Asians are super racist toward Black folks. Okay. These are discussions I know. This is like the the immigration aspect where people are like, oh, you know, they come here from their, uh, you know, Honduras, Dominican Republic, wherever they came from, and and they have these negative viewpoints of black folks. I get that, but guess what? Their negative viewpoint of me is not stopping me more than systematic racism. Well, they end up getting the jobs that you you get passed over for. When black people create our own opportunities, we don't get passed over for jobs ran by white supremacists, ran by white folks in general. You didn't see black folks getting passed over in, when when in, in Black Wall Street. And if they were, they were getting passed over for other black folks because maybe they just weren't as qualified for said positions as the other black folks were. 
not because oh, we can pay this other minority group less money because they will actually do the job and then to pay this other minority minority group, the black folks, because they're going to want more money and I don't want to see them. One, I don't want to see them, period. And I don't, don't want to have to be able to pay them more money, amongst other things, with my racist mindsets that I have. I know all this right now is 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 kind of different from the shooting at hand, but like I said, all of it is layered. I don't want to take too much time, though, because I've already spent way, uh, like I said, <laughs> more than enough time on this topic that I really needed to. Uh, so, yeah. You're not going to see me at some marches. You, you're not going to see, nah. But what you're also not going to see me do is say the Asian community or these other non-black communities deserve to be hit. Because... You got members of those communities who are anti-black. No, what you're gonna see me say is black folks, let's 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 stick to let's mind our business, let's stick to ourselves, and let's provide for ourselves and let's do for ourselves. And let's not worry about how another group is gonna be treated because They'll find out. They'll sooner or later. They'll find out because I spoke to uh, member non-black folks who uh, they know. They know the game. Non. Let me make it clear. Non-black ethnic folks. Not all of them, but some of them know the game that white folks to play. So. I don't feel as though it's my business to constantly be like, oh, the white people don't like you too. White people don't like you too. They're going to find out. Now, obviously, if they try to give my black ass or black people smoke, yeah. I'm bringing it back to them. But they are not the ones who... They're in my way as much as a, a fucking, let me just say, this light, this, this, this lamp that I have in my room is in my way. I can easily remove it out of my way aggressively or non-aggressively. Aggressively, I can slap it out my way. I can kick it out my way. I can pick it up and throw it out my way. Or I can just simply place it elsewhere so it's not in my way. That's how I view them. That's how I view all the other groups in general when it comes to this whole battle with uh, other groups' racism against black folks. I can handle you one or two ways. Either or, the result is still going to be the same. You're no longer a problem of mine anymore. You're no longer in my way. Now I'm going to continue on fighting what the bigger issue is. Simple as that. On to the next topic. Stay tuned. (laughs) 
All right, next topic we're here to talk about your man, Sean King, and pretty much the rest of these phony faux blacks who, um, faux black, faux black grifters, essentially, they, uh, get their money from acting like they give a damn. I'm a, I'm a charge my laptop real quick, so excuse me for the, uh, quick pause or whatever. Uh, but yeah, these faux black grifters who act like they give a damn about black lives matter um using our pain using the pain of black folks our struggle to get themselves opportunities essentially money opportunity all that other bs right um why sean king is being talked about not because he's been exposed as a phony clown um, because, like I said, he's been a fo- exposed as a phony clown. But um, this is even more exposure. And I'm pretty much talking about this situation where he writes this essay. <laughs> pretty much responding to uh, Tamir Rice's mother. Who went on a few weeks ago, went on a social media rant about Tamika Mallory. And the other, quote-unquote, Black Lives Matter activists who pretty much used her son's death, Mike Brown's death, a lot of other people's deaths, Breonna Taylor's death, George Floyd's death, all these individuals who used the deaths of black people, especially at the hands of police officers and other racists in general, um... To again for their own financial selfish gain, and well, she did that, and Sean King felt the need. Sean King and the others as well, but Sean King especially felt the need to come to Tamika's defense because birds of the same flock flock together. Whatever that saying is. That's exactly what they are. They're all just some birds. They, they all flocking together. And that's what they do. So that's pretty much why I wanted to make this segment. It's not to talk about, oh, Sean King, you are a sellout. And you, I'm not going to say the same shit that he hears every single day. Um, I'm not going to say the same shit that hasn't already been said. At this point in time, if you still look at Sean King as somebody who is this this uh this this voice who actually who's this genuine voice when he's been exposed as not only just uh, a liar but just a straight up clown and, and and making light of this this situation the stories he tells these supposed hero stories that he's had that cannot be backed up by anybody nobody has them on camera of some sort you know, so he he has super goofy ass animated stories about him being in these public places in a Starbucks or whatever, and you know somebody saying something racist and he checking that racist person and he yelling at them to get out of this establishment. We will not stand for this racism and talking, you know, 
verbally scolding this person for being racist, and then the entire place just 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 engulfed in 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 in, in uh, cheers and and Sean King, Sean King. Come on, man. What? <laughs> you mean to tell me a situation like that happened and nobody got it on camera? We're living in... Come on now. Come on now. You know how many videos per week I'm seeing of people getting into fights because people are still walking into the establishments and they don't want to wear a mask and stuff. And it's when I say people, white women, don't want to wear a mask and shit, it's white guys too, but it's white women mostly getting their asses handed to them by employees of whatever the establishment is because they want to act out. Because they didn't want to wear a mask. You got people who are getting their ass kicked because they didn't want to wear a mask. Hell, Bagel Boy, what they called it, that dude, the short dude who who uh, was at the bagel shop and he was yelling at people and stuff and he got his ass tossed. That was on camera. So you mean to tell me uh, 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 and someone did not think, let me take this video recording of Sean King publicly berating a racist and posted online even if they didn't even know who Sean King was you you mean to tell me let me take this not take this video recording of somebody publicly berating somebody online and not post it online because of the easy clicks and stuff I can get especially if it's a guy who is screaming on somebody for being racist yeah fuck out of here man I don't believe that I don't believe that for one second Anyways, I know that was kind of a tangent, but I just that was just to give y'all some backstory for those who don't know about how phony this man Sean King is. And now he's shown some more phoniness or exposing himself. He's coming out and he's he well he came out and he made this bullshit piece of shit article that I'm not gonna read. Um that essentially what he was saying was to uh I believe her name is Samiri Rice. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing her her uh, first name, but Tamira Rice's mother. He essentially was trying to passively aggressive, aggressive, but passively aggressive, tell her that she needs to be grateful for the attention that Tamiko Mallory and all the other activists in this lane have given her son. And this was pretty much a message that he wanted to put out to not only Miss Rice, but to all the other family members of the dead black folks taken by the hands of law enforcement and racists in general, uh, that they should be grateful that people, famous people, people with blue check marks, People with a big following. People in Cadillac commercials. Are mentioning their child's name. Their their brother's name. Their grandbaby's name. Their nephew's name. Their cousin's name. Their best friend's name. Essentially that's what he was saying to Tamir Rice's mother. In this article. That we are doing this and, and we are sticking up for you and y'all should be grateful and, and, and Tamika is not no phony and basically saying that this mother's feelings do not matter more than 
the feelings of Tamika Mallory, who got offended because she didn't like to be called out for being a phony bitch. So you mean to tell me somebody being called out for their uh, genuinity or authenticity is worse than a mother losing a child? A boyfriend losing a, a lover of his, his girlfriend. Both individuals losing someone at the hands of the very people who are claiming to have to protect and serve. Both individuals losing somebody via murder, essentially. None of their feelings matter more than the feelings of Tamika Mallory and all the other activists that got called out and got called phonies. Yeah, like I said, if this does not show you how they really get down, they meaning these faux black activists, if this doesn't show you how they really get down, I don't know what does. Will it take another phony ass story from Sean King, another animated story? I, I, I was at Disneyland and, you know, we got the social distancing thing going on and you have to wear a mask and I was just trying to you know go on vacation because all this work is hard but my work never stops because I was there and there was this racist who was yelling at the top of his lungs that he didn't want to wear a mask and I tried to peacefully calm calmly explain to him that you have to wear a mask and he told me shut the fuck up nigger and then I cursed him out and then the security got him and they took him out and Mickey Mouse punched him in the face and everybody else and I everybody started cheering for me Goofy even gave me a big hug it was awesome y'all Black Lives Matter That will it that is that what it will take for y'all to 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 realize that these motherfuckers is phony and fake and and they don't mean well. I don't know. Do I gotta make up another story for Shaki? <laughs> Cause I could do so. It's kind of fun. I could do so all day. I don't want to. I got other things to do. But come on now. This is this is despicable though. This woman lost her her child, and the first thing you think of is, well, I don't give a damn about the woman's feelings who who is still mourning her child, and she has every single right to still be angry till this day, and she has every single right to be angry and bitter. The way that she lost her child, she lost her child. Period. But the way that she lost her child, she has every every reason to be angry but y'all don't see it that way y'all see it as y'all doing a service to her y'all doing a service to everybody else who lost a loved one at the hands of the police that these individuals should not speak up and say anything the only time they should speak your you all's names is if they're praising y'all If they're doing what 
I believe Trayvon Martin's mom was guilty of doing, allowing herself to be used politically. That's just my take, though. Rest in peace to Trayvon Martin. That's the only time you want these loved ones, these parents, these 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 lovers, these cousins, brothers, and whoever's to speak up. When they're praising y'all and filling y'all ego up. Or they're voting for the politician you want them to vote for. As if these issues didn't happen under the Democratic politician. As if they stop under the Democratic politicians. As if they even get resolved under the Democratic politicians. As if cops, when when you, if as if there was a study that showed when a Democrat was in office and a cop murdered an unarmed black person, that cop actually either got the death penalty or actually got punishment. Stats don't say that. The stats say they murder over a thousand people a year. Disproportionately black folks. And less than 3% of them get any type of punishment. For actually doing so. Meanwhile, the Sean Kings, the Tamika Mallory's, the guy with the blue vest that kept following me and unfollowing me way back in the day. What's his name? D-Ray. Yeah, D-Ray McKenzie. That guy. These folks get to go around and act like they care and 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 continue to profit off of this, but but be damned if a mother comes out and says, "How come you all are not doing shit but profiting off of my son's death?" Oh oh, shame on her. It'd be damn if a if a brother were to come out and say my sister, my brother, was killed by it. you all you was marching all up and down my neighborhood, and you all got all this money from this Black Lives Matter organization, and I didn't see not one damn dime. Nobody in our community saw one damn dime, but you all was marching all up and down our neighborhoods, talking about how we need to do better for us and this, that, and the third, right? Yeah, fuck out of here. I hope that more family members come out and they speak out. Once again, I I applaud and I am supporting Miss Rice 100% for what she did. 100% behind her. Fuck Sean King, fuck Tamika Mallory, fuck all them other clowns. 
time for y'all to wake up and see them for who they really are. It's not all skin folk, it's kin folk. In fact, we don't even know, we still don't even know if Sean King is actually skin folk. But Tamika Mallory clearly is. But that don't mean she's kin folk. So yeah, fuck you, Sean King, and fuck the rest. I believe I got one more topic after this, so stay tuned. So, last topic, I was going to talk about the shooting that happened in Colorado. This weekend, I've just been feeling really, really lazy, you know? Um, And I'm not going to try to fight through it. I told myself today I was going to do a bunch of work. I started off today actually being super super energetic and well not super energetic but at least more motivated than I was last night um and yesterday um and I find myself not being that way now that could be because as you could probably hear the rain is you know something and that the rain and the cool air and me having the window open that might play a role into it it could be just the universe I don't know But instead of trying to fight it, I'm just going with the flow. I chose this to be the last topic and not me talking about the Colorado thing because one, my thoughts about gun control, this, that, and the third, and blah, blah, blah. By the way, I do have to say this point. AR, the AR and AR-15 does not stand for Adolf Rifle. It stands for I'm a I'm a Marlite, Amarlite or something like that. A M A R L I T E, Amarlite. That's what it stands for. Amarlite rifle. That's what it stands for. I had to say that because some dumbass. I saw some dumbass say, "Why would on Twitter he asked, why would somebody want to own a gun uh, called the Adolf Rifle 15?" Because that's what AR stands for. And AR-15. Yeah, that was one of those clearly misguided stretches to try to get people to, uh, you know, fall into whatever propaganda he was spewing. And it's it's trash because this man got an MF Doom avi. But not every MF Doom fan is... Um, a good person, so fuck that guy. Anyways, like I said, my thoughts don't haven't changed. I still think that we need stricter gun, uh, you know, regulations. We also need to do background checks that strengthen our background checks, strengthen uh, all of that. I understand all of that, but do I believe we should get rid of the guns? In general, no. I, as a black person, and you might not ever know how the fuck this feels, and that's your ass. 
But I, as a black person, does not feel comfortable with giving up my right to bear arms. Meanwhile, the police who disproportionately kill black men, they have those guns. I detailed y'all the situation a couple weeks ago. Shit, I was giving y'all an update this episode when I told y'all about uh, the three main activists in the Elijah McClain, uh, you know, the uh, pr- you know the the pursuit to get justice for Elijah McClain, and how one of the activists was a black man who gotten a SWAT a SWAT tank and dragged out his house by the SWAT team. The other activists just got arrested. You know, there was just cops there with them and they probably had their guns drawn at them. But these are two white women who essentially got taken in by the police, not the SWAT team. And it wasn't like this black man was a threat or anything. It was just, well, opposed any real threat other than him being a black man. You mean to tell me a black man? That when I see situations like that, when I see situations like other situations go down, like the one with Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, that I'm not, I'm supposed to just say, well, I still don't think I should have the gun. Yeah, you tripping. And you don't know what it's like to have that fear. You don't know what it's like to. To, you act like this is something that I want like I want to have this fear like I want to have this well it's the only choice that I have because I can't go to the fucking cops because if I go to the fucking cops about the cops they're not going to prosecute the fucking cops if you don't know what that fear is like shut the fuck up because it's like who, who else where else can you go to What else can you do? You have to take measures to protect yourself. And to take that away from people because you don't understand, you feel comfortable, or simply you don't care about the people who are most endangered by taking away that, right? Yeah, fuck you too. So that's all I got to say about that situation. Now, on to the motivational part. (laughs) I know it's been some time since I ended off the episodes. I was on a nice run in 2020. And yeah, in 2020, uh, when I would do the last topic of the episodes being one where I was, you know, motivating the listeners about something, an inspirational one, right? Um, That stopped not because I didn't have anything motivational to say. It's because the interviews I was getting, um, the interviews I was doing and this, that, and the third. And heck, we're we're still, as I'm recording this episode, we're still three months into the new year 2021. So obviously this is not going to, this is is not stopping anytime soon because this is something I want to continue on doing. But Pretty much, the motivation here has to do with me 
I had to learn this, and I want to help out as many others with this as well. In fact, I'm still learning this. There's nothing wrong with letting life happen and going with the flow. Now, that does not mean sit on your ass and do nothing all day. That does not mean simply just hope and pray and wish for for, for whatever you want to achieve, for whatever you want to happen for your life, to just simply sit down and do that and, and it will come to you. No. But you don't have to try to force everything because, again, this is something I've had to learn. You're actually going to do yourself more of a disservice and, and, and cause more... Cause more uh, horns in your life, but <laughs> cause more. Uh, and I'm not shutting the window. Uh, anyways, I like that breeze. Plus, I like the sound of the rain. But you're not gonna cut. Co- you're, you're gonna actually cause more roadblocks by trying to force everything. So my message to you is to know when to go and know when to put yourself on cruise control and obviously when you're on cruise control and when you're ready to take the reins back and put your hands back on the steering wheel do that because from the experience that I've had by doing so as I was learning or unlearning really to, to, to not always have my hand on the steering wheel from actually going on cruise cruise control I have seen some benefits within my happiness within my time management within the my productivity so I'm just speaking from experience when I say it's okay to go on cruise control at times so, yeah, that's the little short message I got to say about that. And that will be the end of this episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast. So your host, Ernest, or you love Ernest, same guy, different name. Timestamps in the description box below. Share this episode. Subscribe. These are ways you can, you know, help out. Leave a voice message if you want to as well. These are things you can do for free to show your support. If you want to support monetarily, hit that support tab. Hit up the PayPal as well. I will leave the Venmo down there as well because I guess Venmo is more professional with it, I guess. so, Or it just like PayPal. So go there. LaBearPay might be down there as well. Um... If you donate, there is no, to be honest with y'all, there is no extra content for LaBearPay. I'm not doing that paywall stuff anymore. Um, in fact, I started a brand new podcast, the same app, on, via the same app, the Anchor app. But, you know, whether you're listening to this on the Anchor app or you're listening to it somewhere else, you can view that podcast on Spotify as well. Um, it is called the Season Premiere Podcast. So go there and... If you want to get all my movie and show review thoughts, go there and check that out. You can check it out just as freely and support that podcast as well. 
I'm not doing stuff behind the paywall stuff anymore. Um, as far as the videos and stuff, I will upload that on YouTube. Um, I have a couple of interviews that I did uh, that you may have probably already listened to um, that I did on Zoom. I will upload those on YouTube, but don't make it, don't expect it to be a guarantee all the time where I upload videos of the podcast on YouTube. In fact, they're most likely just going to be for the interviews and not necessarily for solo episodes. I'm just going to have the audio for this Um I decided to do so because I just didn't want to put anything behind the paywall anymore. My thing is, if y'all want to, if y'all going to support, y'all going to support. If y'all not, y'all not. There's really no need for me to make some incentive and and all that. If if you want to, you're you're going to do so. If you don't want to, you're not going to do so. That's that. I'm gonna keep on moving regardless. Hopefully you keep grinding on doing whatever you do. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black, black people. Mm-hmm. Stay beautiful, black lives matter, LGBTQIA lives matter, black women matter, black men matter, black trans women matter, black trans men matter, and you matter, whoever you are. And I'm out. Peace.